Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great week, and thanks to Jake Crumpler for covering the weekend shift once again. Always great stuff from Jake. But I am back with you Monday through Friday to get you going on your baseball action, keep you up to date on the news, notes, and more. So let's get cracking, updating you on Sunday's news and notes. We have a lot. Xander Bogarts is dealing with a wrist injury. Um, they, they, he uh, took Sunday off. He could go to the IL, but right now they're shooting to give him you know three, maybe four days off before they make that decision. We'll see, but keep that in mind with the Padres. Bogart said he's been playing through it for a while. It's really been bugging him. It could explain the lack of uh, offensive production from a fantasy standpoint. But he said Manny Machado was out. I had to stay on the field. The team needed me, blah, 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 all that good stuff, which you'd love to hear from a player. But that's why he said he kept playing through the injury, which could have made it worse. Lots of things to unwrap with uh, the conversations on Xander's wrist. So keep an eye on the more news that comes out on Monday, and we'll kind of get an idea because the, the Padres play the Cubs on Monday evening and afternoon, depending on what coast you're on. And um, we'll get some more ideas, hopefully, on Bogart's schedule for the week. He might be a sit in the first half of the week in your NFBC format. He might be a sit for the entire week. We'll have to kind of wait and see with Xander Bogart's. Red's making some big waves in the prospect world. Another pitching prospect. Come on down. Andrew Abbott will be making his MLB debut on Monday in Great American Small Park as he takes on the Milwaukee Brewers. Abbott's been outstanding. We've been Many, many have been clamoring for this to happen. And 10 games started in the minor leagues. Uh, Abbott had a 2.50 ERA, 90 strikeouts, and 54 innings pitched. That's good for a 42.7% strikeout rate and a 34.6% K to walk. Andrew Abbott's been electric. It's been a, amazing what he's done on the mound. Not always the best thing to start your career in Great American Small Park, but hey, he's got to learn how to figure it out eventually. He's going to play half his games there. So it's going to be fun to see that one on Monday. Cardinals, or one more Reds note, real quick. Hunter Green is dealing with hip stiffness, and it pushed his early week start back to Sunday, another reason that Abbott maybe came up in this situation to kind of go with the six-man rotation for now. But Hunter Green moved to Sunday. That's one to keep a, a little more eye on because if that thing doesn't heal up, maybe he doesn't pitch at all next week. Now you just wasted a roster spot. That gets real interesting real quick with Hunter Green. So try to read through the tea leaves if you can on Monday before their game starts at around 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. All right, Cardinals, they're calling up a prospect as well. First base prospect, Lucan Baker is a big, big boy. Big boy. 54 games played in the minor leagues for Lucan Baker. He hit 313 with 18 home runs, 45 runs scored, and 53 RBIs for Baker. That's some pretty impressive. almost an RBI a game. That's pretty good stuff. Walking almost 18% of the time, striking out about 22% of the time with a 1.076 OPS for Baker. The question is, where does he play? I guess he DHs potentially because he's not taking Goldie's job obviously outfield's full 
So we'll kind of have to play this one by ear with Luke and Baker. But you don't call up a prospect like this just to, well, never mind. The Cardinals might because Ollie Marmol and company do some weird things. But in, in reality, you don't call up a prospect like this not to play him rather regularly. So we'll have to see how this one plays out with uh, Luke and Baker. Good news for the Brewers, you know, not because they're facing Andrew Abbott on Monday, but they have a couple of injury, injured players that are coming back this week. Luis Urias, uh, he'll be activated from the IL on Tuesday. That's going good. He's been out pretty much most of the season. And then Willie Adamas, who had that nasty uh, concussion incident in the dugout, he will he he's did a minor rehab assignment on sun, on Sunday. He's going to Nashville for two on Monday, Tuesday, and he's supposed to be activated on Thursday. So you got Urias back on Tuesday, yeah, Adamas back on Thursday. That's great stuff, and a little bit more good news for your Milwaukee Brewers. They are. Uh, Top one of their top outfield prospects, Sal Freelich, who had a nasty thumb injury as caused him to miss pretty much this entire season. Um, he started baseball activities. He's hitting off a team, doing some soft toss, minor things, but that is a big step in the right direction here because they're saying they're expecting Freelich now to go on rehab assignments in about two weeks, and their expectation is to have him eligible to come to the big leagues where the team needs some help at the beginning of July. So I'm saying all this now is in a week maybe two if the news continues to go well it's time to start stashing south Frederick on your rosters if you can that's where we're going with this one cleveland guardians they did it puka shells and all they designated zach plesak for assignment i think our first sign was during covid when he gave us that wonderful driving around town with puka shells and gelled up hair apology letter that this kid might just not get it and uh, now he's he's gone so good luck to zach and company uh, Royce Lewis, he's uh, he's fine after a nasty spill at first base. If you want to go watch that video, it's all over Twitter. Just search Roy Lewis. Uh, Royce Lewis, he went to go through the bag. The first baseman for some reason, I played first base my whole life, so I'm trying to figure this one out, was catching the ball. He's like behind the bag, so Lewis had to basically plant and hop over him, and he landed on it. It was nasty. So go check it out. But uh, he's fine. He is seen laughing in the dugout after the game, and Baldelli uh, mentioned no concussions, just a couple scrapes. He's going to be good to go. Not so good to go when the Minnesota Twins is Byron Buxton, who missed his third straight game after getting hit in the ribs of the fastball. He said he's basically sore, bruised ribs. Nothing's cracked. Nothing's broken. It's just a pain tolerance thing for Buxton right now. So he's day-to-day. Carlos Correa didn't play as well on Sunday. He missed his fourth of five games with the plantar fasciitis. That's a pretty nasty one. I'm kind of surprised he's not on the IL because that's going to take a lot of time to heal for those uh, for Correa. So Buxton Correa both out technically day-to-day. Some not-so-great news for Nasty Nestor Cortez. He had his, he was supposed to start on Tuesday this upcoming week. Um, that didn't happen. It got pushed back to later in the week, potentially Sunday. And then um, and then Aaron Boone is now saying there's a good chance Nestor Cortez will go to the IL with a shoulder issue. Not good, folks. Not good. We love Nasty Nestor in that stash, so we'll have to kind of see what the news comes out on Monday. But if it's a shoulder issue going on the IL, this could be a drop situation for Nestor Cortez at this point in the season. J.P. Crawford of the Seattle Mariners was out of Sunday's lineup after tweaking his knee on Saturday. He's day-to-day. They say it's just a minor deal. It's a little rest, relaxation on a Sunday. we got a lot of those coming up here. Jose Altuve missed his second straight game after tweaking his oblique on Friday. They were kind of hoping to have him back on Sunday. That didn't work out. Now the hope is Monday. If he's not back on Monday, they're going to really dig in and potentially uh, go with an IL situation for Altuve with that oblique deal, which we know can linger and be a gigantic pain to players and fantasy managers alike. 
Jose Siri made an amazing catch in Saturday night's game to beat the Boston Red Sox. In doing so, though, he kind of tweaked his shoulder, uh, so he was scratch a late scratch. He was going to play a late scratch on Sunday with the shoulder stiffness. He was eligible to come off the bench. Shouldn't be too much to worry about there with Jose Siri. Ahmed Rosario was not in Sunday's Guardians lineup after leaving Saturday with a left with left knee soreness. He's day to day as well. Alex Wood of the San Francisco Giants, he goes to the IL with a lower back strain. He's made like two starts since he came back. It's just guy can't stay healthy. It's a shame. Uh, Tristan Beck was recalled from AAA. Beck's had some good fastball stuff. He's mainly a reliever, long reliever, though, so don't get too excited. Um, the takeaway with Wood going to the IL is likely Sean Manaya gets into the rotation regularly instead of like as an opener or a clo- like all kinds of goofy roles he's been in. He should get a chance to start here. We'll see. Still not a big Sean Manaya guy over here, so I don't care. But uh, something to keep in mind. And if he is taking Wood's spot in the order, he gets two starts this week, and the first one's in Coors Field. So T's and P's. Gunnar Henderson, he left Saturday night's game against the Giants with a uh, back stiffness, and that made him miss Sunday's game. He was not in the lineup with lower back stiffness. He's day to day, and they're hoping it's nothing too bad. As Gunnar went deep before he left the game on Saturday, he started to hit the ball pretty well and steal tons of bags. Anthony Rendon of Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is expected back either Tuesday or Wednesday. If you're holding on to him, you can get ready to put him back in your fantasy lineups. Here's a shame. Michael Conforto's been swinging a bat very, very well, but he tweaked his heel running out of a ground ball earlier in the week. He's now missed his fourth straight game. He did pinch hit in one of those four games, but he has not been able to start for four straight games as that heel is just not. And the MRIs are clean. The x-rays are clean. It's just not healing the way they would hope it would. Christian Walker missed his second straight game, and people are panicking because there's no news, no news. He has food poisoning, folks. There's no real injury. He has food poisoning. So Christian Walker needed to be closer to a porcelain god than first base. That's pretty much what's going on right now. Hopefully back very, very shortly. Brandon Lau missed Sunday's game with left leg discomfort. He's day-to-day. It's been a lingering deal for Lau over the last week or so. So something to monitor there. We know Lau, he's got the power with no batting average and injury history. So this is what you get when you're on the Brandon Lau experience. And then the last bit of news here, Jose Alvarado is ramping up his rehab. He's expected back with the Phillies by the end of the week. So keep him in mind and enjoy your Craig Kimbrell full-time shares while you can. Some hitting highlights from Sunday. The Phillies went bonkers. Schwarber's back with his shore bombs and much more. But Drew Ellis led the way three for three with two home runs, four runs scored, three RBIs, and two walks. Ellis is hitting 269 with eight homers and a stolen base in 21 AAA games. When he got called up, we all pretty much said he'll he'll probably start versus lefties. And then just be pinch hitting in games at righty start. And that's kind of been the case. The Phillies face a lefty and Joey Wentz on Monday. So that could be fun for Drew Ellis. But the power is a legit thing. He's going to be a great yin and yang when Derek Hall comes back, who's rehabbing and should be back shortly. The lefty power of Hall, the righty power of Ellis, it's going to be a great combination for the fight in Phils. Eddie the Eagle, Eddie Rosario at one for five with a walk-off grand slam. Well, a go-ahead grand slam for the Braves. He was one for five with a homer, run scored in four RBIs. Eddie Rosario now has a six-game hitting streak. We has two doubles, a triple, and three home runs over those six games. And I wanted to highlight something else with Eddie Rosario. The Braves have a very favorable schedule this week, especially for left-handed hitters. So Eddie R could be going on a bit of a run here. If you need some fantasy streaming out, Philip, Eddie could be your dude. And then Jake Fraley had a heck of a weekend against the Brew Crew, one for four with a home run and run scored an RBI on Sunday. Fraley had two home runs and four stolen bases over the weekend versus Milwaukee. I wanted to highlight that because it was a big weekend for Fraley. He's been playing pretty well over the last couple of weeks. But also those four stolen bases, as a whole, the Reds ran wild. They had nine steals on Saturday. I didn't count Sundays. They've been going nuts on Milwaukee. So keep an eye on the Brewers. You can run on these boys, William Contreras and company. So um, something else to think about for your weekly streaming stuff. 
For more details on the day's top hitters, check out the Daily Batters box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from Sunday. Tristan McKenzie is back. It's good to have Sticks back in our life. We've been recapping his, his rehab starts here and there, but he, made, he finally made it back to the Guardian's mound. Five shutout innings with one hit, one walk, 10 strikeouts. He had 15 whiffs, a 38% CSW on 79 pitches. McKenzie looked great. The velocity was just fine. Good to have him back. Hopefully he stays healthy. We have more to come with Tristan McKenzie. Michael Kopech is doing Michael Kopech things now. I think we're just kind of signed up for this. Seven innings, two earned, three hits, one walk, nine Ks. Great outing for Kopech. After recently giving up two a, a bunch of runs, we're still striking out 10. He's It's like four or five straight start now where the, the strikeouts have been legit. They've been awesome. And he's limited the damage in three or four of those starts. So that's good. This is what I think we're going to get from Kopech from here on out. He, with his great line, he had 11 whiffs and a 34% CSW on 92 pitches. This, I believe, is Michael Kopech. And this is a very serviceable starting pitcher in fantasy baseball. Bobby Miller, the big Miller, you know, Bryce did not pan out. Back-to-back seven earned run outings for Bryce Miller. Not great. But Bobby Miller came through on Sunday night baseball against the New York Yankees. Six shutout innings with one hit, two walks, and seven strikeouts against the Bronx Bombers in L.A. with the spotlight on him. Good stuff from Bobby Miller. 14 lists, 33% CSW, 86 pitches. Two earned run. Bobby Miller has now allowed two earned runs with 16 strikeouts over 17 innings pitched in his first three starts. That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. A couple of minor relief pitching notes here. Just wanted to mention Dylan Floro picked up his sixth save for the Marlins, but uh, enjoy it while you can. AJ Puck is going to be back very, very soon. And then Clay Holmes pitched the seventh and the eighth on Sunday night, and that allowed Wandy Peralta to pick up his fourth save for the New York Yankees. So a couple of minor little closing situations for you there on Sunday. All right, before we look ahead to Monday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Nitrigan, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's hear from our buddy Mark Paquette as he previews Monday's weather. Very much, Brian. Um we have no weather issues on a short Monday slate. A lot of games indoors and a lot of games in the mid-Atlantic uh, in northeast area where it's going to be clear and dry and no weather issues. So I will talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Thanks again, Mark. We always appreciate the, the updates on the weather. It was, it was a nasty one over the weekend, so hopefully things get a little better throughout the country rain-wise. Some DFS targets for your Monday. It's a seven-game slate starting at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. 
um, bats. The bats we're looking at here, Philadelphia versus Joey Wentz. I mentioned kind of earlier, Philadelphia went off on Sunday. They went off most of the week, and they are heating up in a big, big way. Now you get the lefty Wentz that they can pick on, so I like that a lot for Philadelphia. You got Houston versus Alec Manoa. We'll target Alec Manoa anytime we can. Then you got Great American Small Park in play. You know, Milwaukee versus Abbott's the contrarian play because most will play Abbott. But I think Julio Tejeron's taking them out again. I will continue to play against him. So give me Cincinnati and Great American Small Park versus Tejeron. The, the lucky rabbit shoes disappearing soon, and hopefully it's on Monday. Some pitchers to target. Braxton Garrett going up against the Royals. Absolutely love Braxton Garrett. I, I've said it. Many have said it. We've written about it, talked about it, whatever. Since he got hung out to drive, drive against Atlanta, he's been great since May 8th on. He's been really, really good. Great matchup here against the Royals. Lots of strikeout upside against the Royals team. strike it out about 28% of the time versus lefties over the last three weeks. So I'll keep Braxton Garrett in mind. And then Andrew Abbott is making that de- debut. He's only 4K on DK. That should make him super popular. Almost worth eating, though, at 4K with his strikeout upside against the Brewers. Lots of points. It allows you to get all the bats you want. Lets you get all the Phillies and Houston bats you want. So Abbott versus the Brewers is what I definitely like there. Some things I'm looking forward to on your Monday, June 5th. I want to see Andrew Abbott's debut. Looking forward to that. Another pitching prospect, doing pitching prospect things. Good to see him baseball. It's great American small park. Let's see what the kids really got. And then Braxton Garrett. I've been a big fan of his, rostering him everywhere. Want to see if that resurgence continues in a great matchup versus the Royals. I want to see Aaron Nola. This is one of those frustrating ones. Like we kind of tongue-in-cheek joke about it with Sandy Alcantara. He got beat up by the well, one bad inning against the the Miami Marlins, or against the um, the Oakland A's. Five runs against the Oakland A's. He's just been bad all like for a while now. So I want to see if the you know Nola's similar. Nola's getting you six plus innings every outing, but it's usually four plus runs most outings. And the strikeouts are there, it's all great, but he's not getting the ratios you want. He's not the ace you're hoping for. He gets a great matchup versus the Detroit Tigers. This is what he has to take advantage of. Just like Alcantara needed to take advantage of the A's. Can Nola do it? I'm very intrigued to see this. And then last but not least, kicking off our, our, our Monday, it's like at around 4-ish Eastern time, Shane O'Mac, Shane McClanahan taking the bump against Brian Bayo on a getaway day in Boston. Bayo's my my dude. I love Brian Bayo. You got Shane O'Mac. is a great one-two punch to kick off the week. So very excited to see that one play out as well. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all check out PitcherList.com. Go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You can become involved in the Discord, PLV tool, pitcher bot, and much, much more. Always changing up and renovating and just making the fantasy game better and better with an amazing tool at pitcherlist.com. So go check all that out. Check me on Twitter at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. And I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. But this was your first pitch podcast, Monday, June 5th edition. Hope you all have a great This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.